On the supplier side, it's obvious their objective is to get what I call wallet share. Okay, that means they're trying to get as much money out of you as possible, not just in sales. Some of the benefits that these guys offer, and maybe some of these you're already getting from your suppliers, but let's just make sure. You want to tap into their delivery service. Pricing is really important for you guys. You know it and I know, but ask yourself this question. When was the last time that you actually went in and negotiated with your suppliers? Hey, Rockstars, introducing here with another No Bullshit podcast for you, contractors. That's right. No Bullshit podcast for contractors. So look, if you're a contractor, this one's going to resonate with you. And it's your suppliers, how to get the most out of your suppliers, how to get the best pricing on your suppliers. So if you are a contractor, I know you're dealing with suppliers. That's what we're going to be touching on today. It's such an important time of the year, any time of the year that supplies, but especially now with uh, summer kicking in, things getting busy. This is the best time for you to go and sit down with your supplier, get the most of them and negotiate with them, get the best pricing. So it's the easiest. It's one of the quickest things in the least amount of time that you can do. And you get the benefit from it, right? For the rest of the year or until the next time you go and negotiate these different services and pricing and what have you. So let's get into this. But guys, it is something that every single one of you needs to get better at. I used to work for a supplier a long, long time ago. And, you know, understanding the ins and outs of being a, a salesperson at a, one of the largest suppliers in North America gave me a, a tremendous insights on their side of the equation of how they make the most amount of profits and money out of you. So I'm going to be bringing that to the table today. And we're going to apply the flip side of that, which is like, now that you've got these insights, like, what can you do about it? So short and sweet, on the supplier side, it's obvious their, their objective is to get what I call wallet share, okay? That means they're trying to get as much money out of you as possible, not just in sales, okay, but in profitability, okay? Their core focus is making money. Now, you know that, I know that. With that being said, I want you to understand that there's certain things that drives your supplier, okay? And at the end of the day, it's, it's about money. And so what are those different things? Some of those different things, uh, when I was you know working for the supplier and I was calling on the accounts, was there would be a whole bunch of different services that they had uh, at their fingertips that they you know uh, provided to certain customers. But in a lot of cases, it was either customers that you know they wanted to win over uh, customers that they didn't have, or they wanted to get more wallet share. That means like more of their spend, but that was a very small percentage. Okay. Then there was the ones that were the big boys, you know, the big customers and, uh, who had massive budgets, massive spend, and they would entice them with these different services. When I talk about different services, I'm, I'm talking about different benefits. Okay. And we're going to get into that in a second. But what I want you to understand is that a lot of those services are actually there for almost any contractor, but you got to ask for them. Okay. You got to position yourself in such a way that you get access to those different benefits. All right. We're going to be talking about how you go about getting better pricing in just a second, but let's just talk about the benefits for, for one moment. Some of the benefits that these guys offer, and maybe some of these you're already getting 
uh, from your suppliers, but let's just make sure you want to tap into their delivery service. All right. Whereby they will deliver, you know, to your job site um, and not just deliver to your job site for large orders, deliver to your job site for, you know, small orders to, to large orders. Some of the other benefits is um, stock, right? Maintaining stock for you, making sure that they have enough material on hand specific to, you know, some of the standard material that you use, as well as some of the specialty material that you use. Like I used to support the industrial controls department on the sales side for uh, an electrical supplier. And there was customers that they use very specific types of programmable logic controllers, you know, basically low computers, things of that nature, um, different types of uh, connectors, different transformers, you know, specialty type of fittings that could be push buttons from Europe, things of that nature. And a lot of people, a lot of contractors never even tapped into that. And so they would have to deal with long lead times. They would have to deal with maintaining a lot of stock, you know, for themselves. And I got to tell you, you know, every time you put something on the shelf, every time you put a piece of pipe on the, on the shelf, every time you put, you know, shingles on the shelf, you know, that's cash out of your pocket. Okay. You want to leverage the supplier to make sure that they're using up as much of their cash versus your cash as possible. So as I'm going through this, I want you to do a bit of an audit, okay? I want you to think about and say, am I, you know, first of all, utilizing my suppliers enough from a delivery perspective? Uh, that could be delivering large quantities of material. That could be small quantities of material. That could be supporting you when it comes to like last minute emergencies, things of that nature. And um, you want to ask yourself, you know, regarding this audit, am I leveraging my suppliers enough from a, a stocking perspective, material stocking perspective, specialty stocking perspective. So as I keep going through these different areas, I want you to audit. I want you to really ask yourself, are you tapping into your suppliers? And I mean suppliers with an S, not one supplier. You definitely do not want to deal with just one supplier because now they've got a lot of control over you. And eventually what will tend to happen is they'll start increasing pricing. They'll start reducing stock. They'll start reducing some of these services because they've got control of you. And you, you want to make sure you've got your options open. Um, we'll talk about that in just a little bit as well. So some of the other benefits as well is, you know, technical support. Again, I'm not sure what kind of trade you're in. I'm not sure how much technical support you need. But you want to have suppliers that have either a direct contact for you to the manufacturer or they have a technical support person in-house that can support you with the different types of material, different types of products that you use, not just for you, but your team. So that your team has access to those people as well. I used to generate a, you know, to get more business from my clients back in the day, I used to generate a support line page where, you know, depending upon the manufacturer, I'd have a direct contact for them, or I'd have uh, a contact to the specialist in, in-house. And that way, you know, I made sure that not only the owner had copy of that, that I'd make sure all their key guys had copy of that. And it got me business, man. It got, it got me more and more business. So are you getting the right support on the technical front? Again, make sure you're doing this little audit as I'm going through it. Super simple. Okay. And then we're going to get to how to go about getting these things in just a second. So what are some of the other things? Well, so we covered off um, delivery. We covered off stock. We covered off technical support. 
Now we're going to touch on pricing. Okay. Pricing is really important for you guys. You know it and I know it, but ask yourself this question. When was the last time that you actually went in and negotiated with your suppliers? Honestly, when was the last time? And if you did go in and negotiate, did you just get better pricing for like one type of material? Maybe it was pipe, maybe it was wire, maybe it was boxes, maybe it was drywall. Or did you get better pricing across the board? I'm hoping that you got both. All right. So one of the things we want to look at, one of the best things that suppliers can support you on is giving you the best price, giving you the best discounts. Okay. Uh, we used to call the SPAs, which is special price agreements. And those special price agreements would either be specifically with us as the distributor or special price agreements specifically to the manufacturer, depending upon what the products were. So how do you go about getting these services? How do you go about getting the best pricing? You've got to be seen bigger than what you currently are. What do I mean by that? One of the things that we teach our champion CEOs here at Prof for Contractors is how to go about leveraging the past, the present, and the future. You're like, okay, Andrew, like, how the heck do you go about doing that? You want to look at how long you've been in business, okay? You're basically trying to build up a case. Before I get into these strategies, you want to build up a case such that when you present it to them, they go, holy shit, I want to keep this guy as a client. I, I, want, to, I want to support this person, their success, and where they're taking this business. You've got to give a vision to your suppliers. You got to let them know that you're bigger than where you are right now. And you've got to let them know about your history. It could be only two-year history, could be 10, could be 20, could be 30-year history. Leverage your past, okay? Leverage how much material you've bought as a whole across all suppliers, okay? As long as you've been in business. You can take a guesstimate at that. You can take a, take a look at your profit and loss statement. There's different ways of gathering that information, but you want to gather that information. And that's part one of your, let's call it business case approach. Part two is what you're currently working on. What jobs have been awarded to you? For some people, you've got jobs and booked out for six months, nine months, whatever. You can talk about you know the current situation versus the past. Especially you want to do that if you've increased sales. You want to show a trajectory of growth over time, over that history. Hey man, when I you know first started working with you guys, we used to do $50,000 worth of material. Now we're at $180,000 in material. And now this is where you want to get to the future. You want to talk about, look, I plan on being in business for the next 10 years at least. Again, I'm giving you, a, you know, it was a bit of a role play here. You want to now forecast what you think your growth is going to be, what the material you know, demands are going to be over the period of time. And what you're doing right now is you're putting a business case together in essence, and you're sharing it with your supplier. Now, the beauty of this is all of a sudden you become a way bigger than what you are right now. You become, you know, you got this historical data. They now are forced to look back and go, wow, look at all the money we either made from you or could have made from you. You know, and when I say that, that means, you know, you can be specific saying like, here's how much we dealt with you in the past. You were 20% of our, 20 uh, percent, percent of our material spend. You know, you could have more of that business. You know, the total business was this amount. And that's like a carrot, right? It makes them go, holy shit. Like, wow, we could have made so much more money. I could have sold so much more material to this person. And I want more of that business. 
So now what you're doing is you're sharing the past, the present, and the future. And now you become so much bigger. You become such a, you become so much more leverageable with that information to get better pricing, to ask for these services. Okay. There's a whole bunch of other things that we get into with our champion CEOs, templates and tools and things of that nature. But that's the framework, guys. So it, ask yourself from this audit, you know, when was the last time you negotiated pricing? When was the last time you actually looked at these services, okay, uh, that they're offering? And what are they telling you? What are they not telling you? Okay. And one of the best ways to figure out these services, talk to your sales rep, okay? Talk to some of your competition when you're at the desk. Maybe there's some of the bigger guys, especially the bigger guys you want to talk to. Even somebody that's working there, maybe you got a connection there. And just find out what services that you know, the supplier is providing to them versus you, and you might be shocked, okay? And when it comes to pricing, you want to make sure, and this negotiating, you don't want to just do this randomly. So from today forward, you want to set a time, okay? When you're going to do that, maybe you're going to set it, say, hey, in the next two weeks, I'm going to sit down with my supplier and I take the advice Andrew gave me here. I'm going to book an appointment with them. Obviously, you're going to do this with your other suppliers as well. And, you know, by the way, when you sit down with those other suppliers, don't agree to anything until you've gone through them all to see who's going to give you the best, you know, offer from a pricing perspective and service perspective. Okay. Um, now, what you want to do is you want to hit this every three months, guys. Worst case, every six months. Okay. So that you're revisiting your pricing, making sure you're getting the best pricing possible. Now, on the pricing side, be very specific with if there's one or two different products that you buy a ton of, get special pricing for that. And in conjunction with that, get them to reduce your pricing overall. And I'm telling you, you think about this. If they reduce the pricing by 5%, that money goes right into your pocket. It's like the thing that you can make some of the most profit on in the least period of time and that you benefit from every single day. So I'm Andrew Houston from Profit for Contracts. Hopefully this was helpful for you. You guys want to get some more insights on things like this, let me know. And uh, if you're looking for uh, getting more support, being part of a great community, join the Profitable Contractors Association. It's totally uh, free. Get in there with like-minded contractors. And there's tons of tools and templates. I go live in there every couple of weeks, specific topics like this, but it's more engagement on it from a Q&A perspective. So if that's uh, of interest to you, uh, we'll put the link down below. Again, if you want to get uh, more insights and things of that nature, I'll also put a link for that. And uh, I'll see you guys on the flip with more tips and tricks and another No Bullshit podcast for contractors. Ciao. Hey, rock stars! Thank you for watching the No Bullshit podcast for contractors. If you enjoyed this episode, hit the subscribe button. And if you're serious about growing and need help, click on the link below. Myself and my team would love to help and give you the necessary tools so you can take your contracting business to the next level. And remember, dominate, delegate, and deliver.